The national champion is clad in Get big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Welcome in and thank you for tuning in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake and I am joined in the studio by Coach Mike on this Overcast Thursday afternoon. It is September 28th, the last week in September, folks. And I mean, it, September's just flown by, coach. It just seems like it, it just started. I it mean, really it seems has. like Labor Day was just like last weekend. Yeah, it really has. Uh, it's, it's, it's been an interesting month, it's been a fun month, to tell you the truth. Uh, well, I mean, any September to me, every September's fun because that means it cranks up, football cranks up and. And cooler weather, you can starts to get here, and and everybody gets in a little bit better mood, and it's not as cranky. I'm not as cranky, and it's you know it's it's just a good time of the year to be alive, and and then it's all downhill leading right into the holidays. I mean, it's great. It's, it's super, super. Okay, I, I, when you said all downhill after that, and I thought, oh, this is your high point. And no, what? no, I mean <laughs> so we just I coast see. downhill. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. We you get, get a good moment. We get to take it out of gear, and we just let. Yeah, you get don't good use any gas. That's right. It just it just carries Low us right into uh, right into uh, Christmas and New Year's. So um, tonight on the schedule is the uh, battle of the NFC. Central Division is that? The, I'm pretty sure that's a Central Division. The Green Bay, Minnesota, uh, yeah, it's Detroit. The old, it's the old North that, Division. Okay, it's, I think it's now the Central Division. Okay, all right. Well, tonight um, the Lions visit Green Bay, uh, the two and one Lions and the two and one Packers, and uh, of course the Lions have been retooling, rebuilding over the past few years and I, they, they feel as though they're ready to compete and, and pl- probably make a run at the uh uh well if not the nfc title maybe uh, the super bowl title if things work out uh, i mean they've got uh it would be it would it would be the one of the you know the best things in radio to cover you know the 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 Lions basically almost, coming around. Almost as great as the Cubs World Series yeah. run. Right. Uh, the Red Sox when they finally won it uh, after a very, very long time of, of yeah. coming very it's close that, but never doing level. it. It's on that level. But, you know, I'm, I'm one of those skeptics. I'm one of those Lions skeptics. I'll believe it when I actually see them finish it. and Because uh, they've, they've started off really, really hot before and then found a way. Somewhere along the line, something right. happens, either injuries or, or <clears throat> one decisions of, or something. Well, one of my main uh, running backs on my fantasy league team has gotten, from what I understand, David Montgomery, who was traded or, or released from Chicago and is now the main running back who had a deep thigh bruise. And, Coach, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that in just a minute, but he got a deep th- thigh bruise a couple of games ago. So he's been out. And he's 
they're talking about him starting tonight. They said it was going to be a game-time decision. The word on the street is that he's going to play tonight. Of course, they have Jameer Gibbs as kind of the scat-back, quick-back, Tajay Spears type of back from Alabama. Very talented running back that will, that will be sharing some touches with David Montgomery. But I feel so when they get around the goal line, Montgomery's build and size, he's a little over 200 pounds right at six foot. So he's he's got the meat to carry the ball inside the five-yard line to get those mm-hmm. to get those touchdowns. Now, um, also, uh, Detroit's been without their left tackle, tackle, Taylor Decker is his name, and he's also slated to play, play tonight. So uh, the Lions will get back their running, star running back, David Montgomery, and their left tackle, which we know is extreme, starting left tackle. Extremely important. Extremely important, especially in the professional foot in, uh, in the NFL. Now, um, I've got a Magic 8-ball pick for that game. We're going to save it to the last segment. Uh, Monday night, you know, I don't know. Monday night, I had the under in, I had the, under in the Cincinnati and I and and the eight ball liked the two underdogs, and uh, one of them ended up pushing, um, tied the line, and that was, I think Tampa Bay. I uh, can't remember which one that was, but anyway, uh, Cincinnati. No, that was Cincinnati and the Rams. And, and the Rams were getting three points from Cincinnati, and they ended up pushing that game. Um, okay, let me go ahead. You know, as the as a gambling. Okay. Ignorance. <laughs> okay. Pushing. Pushing means tying the line. Ties the line. So if, okay, so, so nobody wins. Right. So you just it's like a no bet. It's and like they, you, it's and like they you, just give you your money back. Right. They give you your money back. No harm, no foul. That's right. If Move you, on. If you put okay. twenty five dollars on either one of those teams at the Rams plus three points or Cincinnati minus three points, if you put twenty five dollars on and it hits Cincinnati on the okay. number, which is Cincinnati by three, and Cincinnati wins by three. Then everybody gets their money back. Is that why a lot of times you see this point five? Right. The, the point. The point five the point is spread. It's basically half. Of, what 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 that is? That's one half of a point. Right. Now some some so games. Therefore, you're going to get a winner one way or the other. That's because right. You don't get half points in in that's all a, games. That's exactly right. You cannot okay. tie half a point or what or what people call in the gaming world a hook. So seven right. and a hook. Yeah. So, and the hook means. Uh, and the, five, the hook, you know, and, well, the hook the means five. it's really in reference to fishing, as in catching a fish. And so, somebody <laughs> that plays, I was trying to Cincinnati nice. <laughs> minus seven and the hook, and then you know, but a seven is a football number, right? Three, right. seven, fourteen, twenty-one. They're derivatives right. of of, of, of the touchdown of, of of a football score. So seven, if you take a team minus, give up the seven and the hook. Then that hook sometimes will catch the fish. See, and that's what and that's what the books call the hook. So okay, I thought it was just a reference to the five. You know, the five having a hook on the bottom. No, it's, it, no, it's it, it's really it's really a kind it of a derogatory. A, uh, it's a gotcha suggestion. Yeah, kind of kind of gotcha. that seven. You got to watch out for the hook. Like three and a hook, three and a half, three or seven and a half, fourteen and a half. So you'll see a lot of these. You'll see a lot of the right. books put put that half a point on there especially teams like that have a lot of have big fan base like Dallas like now the Kansas City Chiefs that have a winning prowess you know this Kansas City could be favored by 14 over somebody but then the the books would put that half a hook on there 
just to give themselves a little advantage in case it lands right on 14 and you didn't take the underdog and you took Kansas City, then you, you're going to lose your bet. And so. in many games that come down to the wire, you know, That's, so that, that could very easily end that way because, you know, you got three in the hook and they kick a last-second field goal, you still lose. That's exactly and, right. And stuff. Yeah, okay. I I always thought it was a reference. Like I said, I always thought the reference was – I just saw the number five up there. It's got a little hook on the bottom of it. Okay, it's just a visual. No, the, the hook, the it, hook like is about said, catching. It's a gotcha. It's a gotcha. Is is called? It, it, it's referencing catching fish, right? Right. And, and uh, so if you if you bet the seven and the hook, or seven and fourteen the hook, then they talk about being careful about the hook getting you. Then they're they're referencing also, they're referencing catching fish, just like yep. shooting fish in a barrel, shooting <laughs> ducks in a barrel, whatever the deal is. So catching so that, fish and that barrel. keeps them from getting the pushes though. And that and that'll keep them from getting the push. Either win or you lose. There's there's and, no push. And that and and that also keeps the players from constantly betting the favorite and not paying a price for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you you you're going to bet Kansas City over the Titans, let's say, and they would be favored by say 14 points. Well, you know everybody probably knows right now the way that those two teams are playing. Kansas City is going to. Is gonna it has a better chance of covering that fourteen points than the Titans do, so Vegas will put a fourteen and a hook or a half a point on there to make you kind of pay a premium price Just for taking Kansas City. Yep, you know I see. you got to yeah. be careful. Okay, yeah. so uh, tonight the Lions are at Green Bay. The Lions are favored, and I never like I never like a a dome team favored away from home against an outdoor team. So I'm going to take Green Bay in that situation. It's on Amazon Prime. If you don't have it, you can go to your local watering hole or call up your mother-in-law who has it and go over there and struggle through the game. It starts at 7.15 tonight. Um, hey, you Usher fans out there, we we might get it queued up later. I don't know, maybe tomorrow. But we've got uh, – Usher is going to be doing the halftime show for Super Bowl 58. Is that LV3? Is that 58, Coach? L- LV3, yep. LV3, LV3 for LV3. LV3 Super Bowl 58, yeah. halftime. Usher, you know, will be out there getting crazy. And uh, uh, Sunday at noon, Nissan Stadium, uh, our Titans uh, get to host the Cincinnati Bengals, who are just coming off a, uh, a win Monday night against the Los Angeles Rams, and that game pushed the number. I believe it was 19-16 to 16 was the final, if I remember correctly. And, uh, you know, the Bengals started out slow. They're 2-1 now. Um, That's kind of an odd score for a football game. Oh, I, I, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. Uh, they are not 2-1. I was thinking about the Lions at Green Bay. Cincinnati is 1-2. That was their first win was Monday night. They went zero and two. Obviously, their first their first in Cincinnati. Their first win was Monday night against uh, the Rams, and they are coming to town, and they are a two and a half point favorite, just two and a half points, um, in Nashville, in Nissan Stadium against the one and two Titans. So a last second field goal for the Titans would no. It had to be for Cincinnati. That's right. Either I mean, last yeah. second field goal. We'll win it one way or the wins, other. Yeah. Cincinnati wins by three or more. You're good if you bet yeah. Cincinnati. If you bet the Titans, you're you're bad. So, you know, it seems like to me there's going to be a lot of money on Cincinnati. And um, that, that 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 line could change. There you have it. Um, 
Let's see what else is going on. The um, the NFL's a little upset with Elon Musk and X, which is the new Twitter. And um, so what what has happened? Say so whose toes did he step on this time? Well, the deal is this: so the NFL takes out a, an advertising package, right? And so they pay Twitter X amount of dollars to kind of sprinkle in NFL ads over over all kind of different platforms, platforms and stuff. Well, they sprinkled a bunch of them, a bunch of NFL ads on some white nationalist accounts. And uh, so the NFL ads started popping up on these white supremacist nationalist type accounts, uh, Twitter or X accounts. And, of course, the NFL found out about it, and they immediately, you know, contacted X and said, look, you know, that's, we can't, you know, what do you guys do? This is, this is not us. We apologize, blah, blah, blah. So I think those were immediately taken down, but that was a little misstep by Elon Musk and his companies, and maybe he should hire back some of the people that he fired initially to police that type of thing uh, that's going on. Now, uh, Saturday – the Vols get a little a little payback game, Coach, on, on Saturday. If people will rewind a year. Uh, oh, a year wait, ago, this game uh, this South, Carolina, South Carolina was an was a unmitigated disaster for the University of Tennessee. Yeah. Not only did they lose the game, they lost their quarterback and got beat by the, the worst margin they'd been beaten – Several long, several yeah. years. You also had that. That was the game that Rat, Spencer Rattler kind of comes out of his his slump as a quarterback, and and you know you don't ever want to be the team that a that a person in a slump comes out of. <laughs> well, Joe, and, the word on the street is, Coach, for all the ball fans out there, that Joe Milton the third is going to be good to go. Um, he's passed all the all the. Physicals and examinations by the medical people at UT, and he is good to go. I tell you, the one to be concerned about is their star running back, Jalen Wright. You know, Jalen Wright uh, left the UTSA UTSA game in the first half and did not return. So you know that's and he's he's a he's a heck of a running back. Well, and then the old coach in me also is in uh, is Mays their center back yet. Well, uh, as we go, I've got I've got the injury list right here, and I'm going to shoot down. We got enough time left in this. We got about uh, we got about four minutes. Okay, we're good. So Jalen Wright, um, with an undisclosed injury, left the game, like I said, and uh, in the first half against UTSA, and did not return. Um, And so these these are just some injuries that they're going through. They're not really on whether they they'll be back or not, but. These are some injuries, I guess, just to keep an eye on moving into the game on Saturday. Um, Ramel Keaton uh, left the UTSA game in the first half and did not return. Uh, Kelsey Pope did say he expects all his receivers to be ready to, ready to go this weekend. Brew McCoy, uh, he is in. McCoy left the UTSA game in the first half and didn't return. Uh, and Coach Kelsey Pope did say he expects, like I said, all his receivers. Cooper Mays. Uh, he has a knee injury. May still hasn't uh, made his season debut after undergoing a surgery six weeks ago. Uh, according to On3, Mays hopes to return to the field this weekend. Um, 
Danico Slaughter has a foot problem. He's missed the last two games with a foot injury. He's listed on the depth chart for the South Carolina game. Dominic Bailey is undisclosed injury. Uh, he left the UTSA game and didn't return. No word on him. Uh, Christian Charles, undisclosed, missed the UTSA game. Will Brooks, missed the UTSA game. Uh, not listed on the depth chart for South Carolina. Deshaun Bishop, Bishop is out for the season, and Tyree Weathersby is out for the season. So uh, this game is at 6.30 Saturday night and um, in Knoxville. And I tell yeah, you, that they, 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 there's definitely going to be some revenge and some payback, I think. Is that 6.30 six, Eastern six, time? No, it's 6.30 Central. Central. Okay, 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. 7.30 entry. So, right. Eastern. So, um, you know, I, the Vols should take care of business. I mean, Spencer Rattler. Spencer, think about The only thing about Spencer Rattler in South Carolina is either they look great and he looks great. Oh, he looks terrible. Yeah, there, there's no way. And, you know, South Carolina and the Gamecocks, they go like Spencer Rattler goes. Yeah. If he has a, if he's on point and has a really – and, you know, obviously is throwing the ball well, seeing down the field well, reading Scrambling the defenses, well. getting out of trouble well, then South Carolina normally does pretty dang well. Yeah, and that's what makes them scary is that you don't know what kind of team you're getting. You could get a world beater or you could get a you know, a team that the world beats on. Tennessee is favored by twelve in this game and they're playing at home. So you, if you add three or four points to that in that twelve, so then Tennessee probably if they played on a neutral field would be favored somewhere around nine or ten points, something like that over, over South Carolina. And of course they're number twenty one in the country. And we're gonna go we're gonna break down, we're gonna go over the top twenty five games this weekend. It's not gonna be near as Biggest slate as we had last weekend, but there are some, some still some really, really good matchups coming up this weekend, um, including Alabama, Mississippi State. Uh, and we get to see Colorado against another good team this weekend as they face number eight USC. Cal. And they're getting 22 points, Colorado is. So uh, Coach Primetime is getting a taste of. Air assaults back in back to back weekend. <laughs> this is the front. The porch. test is coming. This is the front porch sports radio hour. I'm Drake for Coach Mike. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hi, I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, or enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food, kid zone, and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, folks. I am Drake. It is Thursday. Joined in the studio... 
by Coach Mike on the boards. And uh, we got a big weekend of football. But first, let's talk a little Let's talk a little golf. The Ryder Cup is going on this weekend, starting tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, and it's back in Europe. And do you know – let me give you a little crazy stat. The United States has not won on European soil since 1993. Has it been that long? Now, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure they, they go how back. How often do they play the Ryder Cup? Is it every four years or is it every, every, every other year? I'm not really sure. I'm trying to remember that. But they're going to be playing in Rome, Italy, obviously, at the Marco Simone Golf and Country Club just outside Rome. Sounds like pretty swanky digs to me, Coach. Um, And this is just right after Europe rallied, uh, playing the Solheim Cup last week, and they rallied for a tie. And uh, obviously nobody won in a tie. Um, But... uh, like I said, t- practice has been going on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, they have four foursome matches in the morning tomorrow and four four-ball matches or better ball matches in the afternoon. Um, now, as far as team members go, and I'm going to run down real quick, Europe has McElroy, Rahm, Hovland, Hat- Hatton, Tyrell Hatton from England, Robert McIntyre from Scotland, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood, Sepp Straka, uh, Justin Rose, Shane Lowry, Nikolai, looks like Hogard from Denmark, and Ludwig Aberg from Sweden. Now, the t- Team USA uh, consists of Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Cantlay, Homa, Shoffley, with the Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, Brooks Kop- Kopka, Cole, uh, Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas. Um, so, uh, for you golfers and golf enthusiasts, the Riders Cup is usually a pretty, pretty interesting thing to watch, and it's kind of raucous. They're kind of isn't that where they say kinda, that's the first time kind of where they're screaming yeah, and hollering for teams and, and stuff. And kind of I don't know if it's on, on the Arizona uh, that that Arizona golf tournament there right before Super Bowl weekend, right? Yeah, uh, now, I don't know uh, if it's stadium that, golf. <laughs> yeah, you know where they're throwing <laughs> beers and stuff and haul, throwing beers on the on the green. Yeah, the eighteenth green is surrounded literally by a stadium. So <laughs> I, I don't think that's going on, but uh, it, it's pretty crazy stuff at the Riders Cup now. Uh, college football action this weekend. I'm going to try to go down if I can read my chicken scratch here. I'm going to try to go down and give you all the quick numbers. Georgia's minus 14 against at Auburn this weekend. Tough place to win. I'm telling you, is at Auburn. Mark it down. Uh, Michigan's 17-point favorite at Nebraska. You know what? I'm saying Nebraska and Coach Matt Rule figure out a way to keep that game close, closer than 17 points. Uh, number three, Texas. Is that Kansas? And Kansas ranked number 24. Uh, Texas is 17-point favorite. Penn State is 29-point favorite against one of the worst teams in the country, Northwestern. Uh, Number seven, Washington, is 19-point favorite at Arizona. Number eight, USC, is a 22-point favorite over Coach Primetime and the Buffs, 22 points. Hmm. Wow, that's – I'm just well. That's what they thought about. That's what they thought about Oregon too, didn't they, last weekend? And what was that final? 42 to six. Yeah. and let me tell you what, USC and Caleb Williams is twice as good as Bo Nix, the quarterback from Oregon. Got so keep that in mind. Got a point. Okay. Uh, number nine, Oregon is 
only a 17-point favorite at Stanford. Stanford's another one of the worst teams in the country. Only, <laughs> only, an, only a 17-point favorite uh, at, at Stanford. Uh, check that up. Uh, 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 let me back up. See, I can't read my chicken, chicken scratch. I knew that sounded too good. Oregon is a 28-point favorite. I was reading. Okay, the, that's the, a little, I was reading that's the a little more. That's a little more on the real. I was reading side. my chicken scratch above my chicken scratch. So somebody's giving Stanford an awful lot of credit. <laughs> Oregon is a twenty-eight point favorite, and probably will still cover that twenty-eight points. Now, number ten Utah, who's just off a fourteen to seven win over UCLA, is getting three and a half points from Oregon State. Now, does that see? Everybody's gonna think, man, that Utah team's awful good. Where are they getting, playing? They're playing at. Okay. In Corvallis, in at Oregon State. Okay. Uh, Notre Dame, which I might this might be one of the better games of the weekend. Notre Dame is at Duke, and I think Notre Dame might I don't have that number written down. But anyway, number twelve, Bama is at Mississippi State, and Bama's favored by two touchdowns. That'll Four, be a better game. Fourteen than, in a hook. See, we talked about that hook. That will be a better game than Alabama wants it to be. Okay, all right. <laughs> and so Alabama's favored by fourteen in the hook. So be careful, folks, betting Alabama because that hook is put in there for a reason. You know, uh, LSU is ranked number thirteen in the country, and they're a three-point favorite at Ole Miss. Uh, University of Oklahoma, ranked number 14 in the country. They are 21-point favorite over Iowa State. Iowa State always – you know, well, they're, playing, now they're playing They're playing in uh, Norman. Norman. Yeah. Uh, that's but Iowa they, State – I always call them the giant killers. Yeah. They can't, they're kind of like Southern They can't beat them. Northwestern, but they'll turn around and beat OSU. That, that, they, they are the nemesis for OSU. OSU can come in undefeated – uh, going nine into Iowa oh, State, nine and, and, oh and, and Iowa State okay. will wreck their year. <laughs> Number twenty-one, UT is favored by twelve points over South Carolina. They'll be playing that in K Town. Uh, and number twenty-three, Missouri uh, is traveling into Nashville, and they're a fourteen-point favorite over Vanderbilt. I look for a lot of points to be scored in that ball game, folks. So that just kind of gives you an idea of what's going on this weekend, NCAA football wise. Um, also, some other Michigan State, other other uh, college football news. Michigan State has officially fired Mel Tucker. Uh, the I thought, I thought that had happened about. Well, about they that. Wednesday. I mean, they officially they they suspended him without pay in September. Right. And they were going because they wanted time to look into the allegations and the allegations. Um, are that he sexually harassed – now get this, folks. Mel Tucker, the head football coach of Michigan State, sexually harassed an anti-rape activist that was hired by the university to talk to football players, basketball players, basically all across the board, all athletics, about – Sexual harassment, rape. She she survived. She's a rape survivor, and she says and alleges that Mel Tucker sexually harass. They had a relationship, and that he sexually harassed her. Now he says it was all consensual. Uh, we're talking about phone sex and all this. You know, and all this is starting to come out now after the twenty twenty one season. And Michigan State won 11 games under 
I think D'Antonio got had, had some type of heart condition, and Mel Tucker had to kind of come in as an interim coach. Something like that. Yeah. And that season, he did. They, and Michigan State did really well, and they win eleven games. Right. Well, they give Mel Tucker a ten-year, ninety-five million dollar contract in twenty twenty-one. Okay. Now, including those eleven wins since Mel Tucker has been there, um, Michigan State's record is nineteen and fourteen. So since the twenty twenty one since the twenty one season, he's gone eight and fourteen since after since twenty two and, and and moving forward. Uh, that's not going to cut it at Michigan State. No. Now my question is, you know, Tucker says that this is, this is, that he's almost was set up. That you know, this is almost a that he was that he was set up by by because he was not doing well. And he's had a bunch of transfer portals and stuff. He said he was set up by the university, and that there's in a show cause situation. Um, okay, if he was conduct which constitutes moral interpret, uh, turpitude is what is is what okay. Michigan State. The only is. reason why that would have been successful as a setup is because he was too stupid to think about what he was doing. Well, it'll why s- would you get involved with with the one person? <laughs> <laughs> that's come, been brought by your university to come in and talk to the entire right. athletic program just, about sexual harassment, and then you sexually harass her. You you do you just get involved. You just leave her alone. <laughs> just stay away. That's I mean that's like that's like picking up your date who just got out of alcohol rehab and taking her to happy hour I, at know, Chili's I, I'm and sorry. ordering a couple of pitchers of margaritas right off the bat. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I, to me, it's tantamount, it's tantamount to picking up a gun and looking down the barrel to see if it's loaded. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I'm just, I'm sorry. It's just not smart. And let you me know, repeat. This is, and co- you are held to, you know, here's the thing as a coach, I'm, I'm, I've been a coach most of my life. In multiple states, fair or not, you are held to a higher standard. You live in a fishbowl, and you accept that when you accept that position. You know it. If you don't know it, you better know it. And you accept that when you you know when you step in there. Everything everything you do is being watched by somebody. So why? Get yourself in those situations. If you don't want that kind of scrutiny, if you don't think that kind of scrutiny is unfair, don't get involved in the coaching. No. Don't don't become a coach. I mean, because it's going to come with it. Sorry, I, you got me rolling. I, and, and <laughs> I, I totally understand exactly what you're saying, Mike. But I, a, you know, a lot of problems can be can be avoided just by using your brains before the fact. There you go. <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll keep you posted on what goes down with uh, Coach Mel Tucker, and you know he he just basically says that this is all a setup, and that the university he's not doing well as a head coach. He's got a big big nine and a half million dollar a year contract that uh, seventy five million dollars in I don't know six seven years are yet to be yet to be paid on it and coached on it. So they're looking for a way to push him out. The setup only works if if you get stupid. Yeah. If you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. It only so, works if you get stupid. Uh, the university, Michigan State, is is screaming show cause and saying that. And I'll repeat it. Uh, this is conduct which constitutes moral turpitude. 
And, um, you know, well, we'll just have to wait and see exactly what goes down. Okay, uh, the fall classic is just right around the corner, folks. And the playoffs start October 3rd, which is next, next week. Next week. Um, there And all the wild card. Now, this is the second year, Coach. This is the second year of Major League's 12-team playoff format, okay? So we're in the second year of it. And we had talked about we're not sure how there, there's a one-game play-in. I think the one-game play-in is if the wild card teams – end up tied. Do you see what I'm saying? In other words, so well, that's been done for so, but, years. But, that's, but but now if you, I thought there was just I, I think know, I think it was if, a tie situation. Yeah, if you, if you just have a tie years. situation, okay. then you have a one game play in. Otherwise it's a best of three three game series is how that how that's gonna work. And uh pretty much right now Baltimore, the the teams that are in and we're gonna go after we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna run them down real quick. Baltimore and the American League East uh, Texas in the American uh, Central. Oh, excuse me, West, and the Minnesota Twins are in the uh, are in the Central. Okay, yes. Now the wild card is Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Houston and Seattle are right there, just two games out of each other. And we've got four game. We got four games left, uh, pretty much in the season. So uh, they're right there battling it out uh, to see who will make it in. Now, in the National League, uh, Philadelphia in National League East. Uh, I'll check that. I'm sorry. National League East is Atlanta. National League West of the Dodgers. And National League Central is Milwaukee. They're all in. The wild cards for the National League are Philadelphia, Arizona, and the Cubs and the Miami Marlins and Cincinnati Reds, there's only a game and a half between all three of those in the last wild card spots, uh, last wild card spot in the National League. And let's see, 158, 158, and 159. So they've got 14, four, the Cubs have four games left. Miami has four games left. Cincinnati has three games left. And one and a half games divides all is between all three of those with the Cubs at the top right now uh, and Miami and Cincinnati looking to play their way into the wild card spots. So it's, you know, the wild card is is more money for the owners and I think overall more fun for the fans. I mean, it includes more teams, but traditionalists from the uh, yeah. baseball traditionalists didn't like, didn't like it when they first introduced wild cards to begin with many years ago. Right? Yeah, it's, there's, there's room for, I, I think, you know the game's big enough that, that they can handle twelve teams in the playoff and, and, and still make a quality and still have a quality yeah. playoff and, and stuff. But, because again, in base, especially Major League Baseball, the hot hand. You know the team with the best record may not be the hot hand at the moment, right? And so you're given all these chances. Well, so. and and you know now now the World Series starts on October 27th. You you know back in yeah. the days Reggie Jackson used to be Mr. October. October. I guess we're going to have to fight, start calling the heroes of the world of the Fall Classic Mr. November. <laughs> okay, is that right? Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike. It is Thursday. We're going to come back for our last segment, eight ball pick for tonight's NFL game. Uh, don't go anywhere.
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio. 
And I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this Southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike. Running the boards, it is Thursday, September 28th, and it's kind of a overcast and dark afternoon here in downtown Columbia, and we certainly appreciate you all joining us. Uh, we're in the last segment of the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour here on 101.7 WKOM, uh, and just want to remind you, if you guys want to tune in to the Titans, we've got them on Sunday. They kick off at noon on this station uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we'll also have University of Tennessee football on our sister station, 103.7, when they kick off Saturday night. Uh, and you'll have Alabama football on 101.7, this signal, uh, Saturday afternoon when they kick off against Mississippi State. So, And then uh, also a reminder, tomorrow at 5.30 on this station, WKOM 101.7, we have our game day show, a pregame show uh, from – the Columbia Central Football Stadium, Lindsey Nelson. Nelson Stadium. That's right on uh, Jim on Jim and, Cartwright Field. And uh, then this game, the game of the week, is uh, Spring Hill coming to Columbia. And since it is a Columbia game, that the game itself will be simulcast on both one hundred three point seven and one hundred one point seven this week with Lou and Lee Maddox making the uh, making the, uh, the call. Okay. So. Um, what? Hey. What about the what about Rob? What about Ronald Acuna Jr.? Is this is this guy? Are, are we witnessing? Well, we were talking about Shohei Otani at earlier a month or so ago. Of course, he got hurt with his elbow situation. He's been taken out of the picture and off the field by the Angels. But what about Ronald Acuna Jr.? He is the first member, folks, uh, of Major League Baseball's 30 home run. 60 stolen base club last month. Now he is the first member of 40 home runs and 70 stolen bases. The only member person to ever hit 40 home runs and steal 70 bases in a season. And he did that. The pitcher's nightmare. He stole his <laughs> 70th base of the season last night on, on to help the Braves win and clinch their division. Oh, they they clinched their division what? sometime. According back. to this now. Uh, they clinched the division a couple of weeks ago. Did he scores and clinches Nashley's top seed? I'm sorry. Okay. The top seed. Oh, okay. That that, I got that wrong. They That makes the Braves the top the one, seed. The number one seed last in, night. in Major League Baseball. And as they so. came back and beat the Cubs, the Cubs have lost two straight. 
And the Cubs are fighting. They're the last team in in this wild card division in the National League. They were fighting, like I said earlier, against Miami and the Cincinnati Reds. And the Cubs and the Reds both lost last night. So And I think Miami won. So it's really, really tight. It's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. But that Ronald Acuna, Acuna Jr., I'm telling you, folks. Like I said, he's a pitcher's nightmare because he can hurt you in multiple ways. You know, yeah. He hurts you at the plate as a hitter. And then if he gets on – you know, you keep, him for, you keep the ball in the park <laughs> and you get him on base, he can steal you blind. So, That's right. Uh, Acuna, the current favorite for the National League MVP honors, has obviously been a significant part of the 102 Brave wins this year. 102. Uh, his stolen base total has been aided by a recent by the recent rule changes. You know, kind of the a little bit. You know about the pickoff yes. moves. Yeah, you can only you can bases only are attempt, a little tad closer. You can attempt. You can only attempt two pickoffs. In the in. It, during a time at bat or during a set, you know, set at bat, and once the, and the runners know once you've done that second time, the runners know you can't come That's back right. over there. So the, that that lead gets another step longer. Now, Acuna's, another step bigger and stuff. Acuna's forty and seventy stolen bases season is so unprecedented that none of the other players to post even a forty forty season which includes Jose Canseco in 88, Barry Bonds in 96, Alex Rodriguez in 98, Alfonso Soriano in 06, posted 50 ba- – they didn't even post 50 stolen bases, let alone 70. I mean, that just showed you how fast this guy is. And not only is he fast, he could hit the ball yeah. a long way and consistently. Like I so, said, a nightmare. For I think – and I'm telling you what, folks, I really think this postseason Major League Baseball – is going to be one of the best and most exciting in a long, long time. Now, uh, tonight we have some NCAA football. We've got some NFL action. And I'm going to give you right now how much time we got left, Coach? Uh, about, uh, about four or five minutes. About four uh, minutes. All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to give you right now. I'm going to give you tonight's. Magic eight ball picks for tonight's game, and there's Temple. Is that Tulsa? Have you ever been to? Have you ever spent much time in Tulsa, Oklahoma? I used to live there. Are you serious? I lived in. I didn't well, know I, that. I, I lived in a place, a, a suburb called Broken Arrow. Does the un, Does the university play a pretty big part of Tulsa? I mean, is that? It's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty significant piece, especially when they're playing well. Third yeah. quarter. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, kind of give me an idea of. What do you mean? When, when classes are in, when classes are out. Yeah, I mean, you oh, know. I mean, well, Tulsa's a big city. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a big city, so it, it's a, it's a part of the cityscape and all that stuff. Uh, and they're they're one of those teams that are up and down. Okay. You know, there there are years when they're pretty good. Sure. And, and everybody gets involved, jumps on the bandwagon. And then there's teams. There's years that really no one pays attention because they're not very good at all. Uh, they're they're. Uh, they're a very, very, very distant third in the higher college football landscape. Uh, you got OU and OSU are the the big dogs in Oklahoma, and uh, you know Tulsa is is kind of the third the third team in the state. Okay, and and don't you know they they kind of 
you, <laughs> they kind of get treated like that too sometimes. Well, yeah, but the, again, they're up and down. They're, that's the thing. And they kind of play with the chip on their shoulder when they yeah. get, when they get when they get some talent on that team, and they they can they can walk like yeah. any other team. But I mean, I'm not trying. I don't want to be captain they're obvious probably, here. But I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is for this for this part of the country, being probably, treated like that in the state of Oklahoma yeah. when they get a little talent on their team. They they play with a little swagger yeah. and a little chip on their shoulder, uh, a little bit of an attitude. Country, for this part of the country, probably the closest team that you could uh, compare them to would be the University of Memphis. Okay, you know that the, they have their years that they're there's something to be reckoned with, and then then they have their years that they're just a, a doormat. And, well, uh, tonight uh, they take on t- they have Temple coming to town, two and two Temple. Tulsa also has a record of two and two. And the odds makers have Tulsa minus three and a half points. And the Magic 8 ball says to take Temple in that game, plus the three and a half points against Tulsa. So take the underdog in the Tulsa Temple game, take Temple, according to the Magic 8 ball. And the other game is uh, just a little north of us, Western Kentucky's at home against Middle Tennessee. And West Kentucky is favored by seven points. That could be a shootout. That could be a high-scoring game. Very well <laughs> could be. And uh, the Magic 8-Ball says take Middle Tennessee State plus the seven. Now, in the NFL game tonight, the 2-1 and one Lions visit 2-1 and one Green Bay. Magic 8-Ball says take under the 45 total in that game. I personally like Green Bay. I don't ever like a dome team playing outdoors, playing outdoors that's a favorite. I always take the home team underdog playing a dome team that's a favorite playing outdoors. So I'm going to take Green Bay plus the two and a half and under in the Green Bay game. You think the weather's a bigger factor than people want to Well, I just, I just think teams that play indoors just and then are, and then are favored outdoors mm-hmm. away from home – they just don't play as well. They're just not acclimated as well. I mean, that's just – and kind of vice versa. I'm, I'm, yeah. Teams that play outside that are favored indoors, I don't like taking them. I like taking the home team dog. So the weather is – the weather does become a factor one way or the other. True, and I just think the overall aesthetics of the whole game, you're just not used to playing in, – outdoor teams don't like playing indoor. Indoor teams don't like playing yeah. outdoor. So yeah. – I, I, that, I see that. It's what you're used and that's, to. Basically, it comes down to what you're used to. And if you guys will keep an eye on that, uh, moving forward, betting-wise, you'll figure that out. Uh, so, anyway, uh, this is the end of our hour, right, to tell you. But we got to go, but we'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. I certainly appreciate, we certainly appreciate you all tuning in. This has been the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Trey for Coach Mike. We will talk to you tomorrow.